Thank you for listening to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Sign up to our Patreon to receive bonus content, live streams and our weekly newsletter with money off books and museum visits as well. Plus early access to all live show tickets. That's patreon.com slash we have ways. Achtung, achtung, merrily on high. Welcome to uh, our 12 Days of Christmas. Uh, we have Ways Pod specials. Um, uh, this is the last one we're doing, and we're doing it last, actually. Um, it may surprise you that we actually are doing something in chronological order for a change. Um, and, uh, Jim, what are, what are we going to talk about? Well, f- first of all, Happy New Year. Yes, Happy and, New Year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I hope you've had a good one. Yes. And as you can hear, I'm sounding a little bit back to my normal yeah, you've self. recovered. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's seasonal lurgy. It's, it's kind yeah. of de rigueur, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, and it is yeah. amazing how literally every chemist and pharmacy I've been into you can't buy Lemsip for love and the money. So, um, <laughs> but fortunately, my cousin's husband is a doctor, so he prescribed me some antibiotics and absolutely <laughs> sorted me out in no time. But anyway, right. yeah. So, so I've, I've obviously, you know, I'm absolutely immersed knee deep in 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 the Italy book at the moment. Yeah, and I've been looking at all these diaries, and I tell you what, well, let me say the first thing first, and then I'll go yeah. back to a very special diary. Yeah. So. I've sort of, you know, I sort of set myself this task of trying to to look at the the campaign purely in the moment. Yeah. So I can I can make judgment calls on what is happening on any given day, and obviously yeah. I can't quite help retrospect coming into it. But what I'm trying to do is show the whole book as it um, as the events unfold, as they're seeing it on the ground at the time. So that's why I'm using almost entirely contemporary sources for this. Yeah. And yeah. it's really really interesting. So a lot more diaries, and actually the diaries are just amazing because of course they're in the moment and then suddenly you alerted me to this diary that was coming up for sale rsm ward yeah of the 56 heavy regiment which is of course the same regiment that spike milligan was attached to up for sale i immediately got onto blackwell's rare books took a deep breath sucked through my teeth, bought it, <laughs> then had a panic because of a whole kind of Christmas post issues because yeah. it wasn't turning up. Then it did turn up. I've now scanned the whole thing, um, copied it, and I've, I've trans- started transcribing bits of it, and I've actually recruited Merrin, Merrin Walters, who's a, ah, a, a great friend of the show, diehard yeah, yeah. IC member, yeah, yeah. all the rest of it, and she's been brilliant. So she's also been uh, transcribing, but she's also helping me with the identity of the author because it's listed as RSM Ward, but it doesn't mention his name at all. Yes. Now he is clearly at regimental headquarters, but as you were pointing out, Spike refers to RSM Death, and how can anyone be called Death? And and yeah. what do you put on his Death yeah. died and yeah, all the stuff yeah, on his yeah, yeah, exactly. and all, that sort yeah, of all gag. those jokes? Yeah, yeah. But then you talk, then you mentioned about BSM. Well, Bastard Major Griffin, who is involved in sort of, who comes up in Spike's antics, because in the diary, the, the, the ward diary, he says, I sang during the show, or during the party, he says, I sang during yes. the party. And the thing is, is Spike has the party, on, has the show on Christmas Day, but Battery Sergeant Major Griffin sings a couple of things, crops yeah. up a couple of times. And he mentions so, it, doesn't he? Reg Griffin, and he mentions it. So what, so, I mean, may, may, maybe... I mean, maybe their, their their paths never actually did cross, 
But I find that I find that quite. I find that absolutely unbelievable, and and you can tell that he likes a sing song, and he mentions yeah. this sort of stuff. You know, I only sent you a bit of it, but the bit that I transcribed and the bit around Christmas. But there's there's obviously I've read through the whole thing, and there's there's sort of more about him. You know, he clearly likes that sort of thing, and also he his character that emerges in the diary doesn't doesn't correspond to the depiction of rsm death no 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 not one bit i mean i because I think, he seems like a nice bloke doesn't he yes i mean he's a professional soldier but he's not um he's judging by his diaries he's not you know there's that really fantastic affecting bit where he says the pbi getting it you know he goes um, on about the pbi quite a lot pbi yeah, comes up does. a lot and he gets keep, yeah and and it's and it's interesting, isn't it? All the stuff that we've been saying, talking about Jonathan Fennell and his book and morale and all the rest of yeah. it, it's letters, letters, letters. They're obsessed with letters. Yeah. And and it's really interesting in RSM. Well, well let's call him, I don't know, whatever he is, the battery yeah. sergeant. Anyway, the yeah. diary. Yeah. Let's call it the, the diary. You know, he talks a lot about letters and the numbers. The letters are numbered. There's air letters and there's sea letters. Yeah. And obviously he gets a lot more air letters than he does sea letters. Yeah. Um, and they're all numbered, you know, number 79, got two, two C letters today, 59 and 50, you know, 60. Uh, and it's, a, it's incredible. The point, and, and he gets up and he goes into Naples and he buys stuff for his family, yeah. for his wife, Elsa, and, and for his, yeah. it sounds like son is Michael. That's what I'm, I'm getting. Yeah. Um, there's lots of lovely phrases in it, aren't there? Sort of, yeah. you know, what a do, what a show, what yes. a carry on. It's that sort of, I mean, it is that kind of understated thing, isn't it? That um, Yeah. All of that. But I mean, I, I, I found it, you know, what's really interesting, because he's writing it to his wife, isn't he? So he's telling her what's going on. He's being, you know, it's... it's well, it's he's recording of, it for his wife, isn't it? It's yeah, lovely. yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. But it's, but it's all the stuff that, so it's full of all the stuff you're not supposed to put in your diary. So it does say where he is, what's going on, what's happening. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. It's, the, whole, you know, the whole shooting it, match. It, it, uh, which, is, which is magnificent for the, for, for you know, the, the historian. But the, I mean, the, the trouble he'd be in if this diary were discovered... Um, yeah. But I just, you know, 11th of November. So his entry for the 11th of November. So on my armistice day at the going down of the sun, we will remember them. If the man in the street had done so, I wouldn't have been writing this. And those p- poor bloody infantry wouldn't be chucking away their lives like they're doing at this minute on the high ground ju- just by, by us here. It's a hard fight that's going on for these mountains. The guards are having a hell of a time. What with the cold and there is snow on top of some of the high ground and the job to get the supplies to them. It's the same for Jerry, of course. At present, we're taking very few prisoners. One that we did take said they'd been without food or water for three days. Again, you know, this question of morale, he's complete, he's totally alert to what's going on and what it's like for the people around him. You know, you sent sent me the the, the transcript of this. If you put PBI in, it just, like you say, it comes up again and again and again. He's, he, he, he knows, I mean, in a strange way, he knows it's the infantry that are doing the, the really, the really hard yards that they, whatever they're going through as artillery is very difficult, but it's still nothing like yeah. being an infantryman. Not, nothing. Like well, that's a, so, so, so the 11th of November, that's the first battle of Camino. So the, the guards brigade have been sent up this mountain. It's, it's just, it's, it's, I, I can't, I can't begin to tell you how completely, um, I'm, I'm totally, totally moved by this in, in, a, in a way that it's only possibly been equaled by writing about the Sherwood Rangers. The the the, the sh- you know not when I was doing big week with all those terrible losses even that didn't kind of hit home in the same way the, the, this is just relentlessly grim it's it's boiling hot when they land in Salerno in September 
There's mosquitoes everywhere. There's shells going all over the place. The whole thing is just ground into a kind of sort of awful kind of drudge really quickly and incredibly dangerous for everyone involved. Whether you're out at sea on a on a on a landing craft flak, or whether you're in the infantry, or whether you're in the, in in the artillery, or, or flying a Spitfire, it's it's all absolutely horrific. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse. And and, and there's this fantastic um, description of the 19th of October. He goes, "I've been over the Volturno. I went out with a CRA chap on a recce for a new gun areas this morning. Had to be directed past two villages as the streets were blocked with rubble." Crossed the Volturno on a bridge made by uh, by the REs. Made a good job of it, like all their work. Often receiving information from the PBI, we went up a road, the end of which was held by Jerry. Left car by a house and walked up to the canal where our REs were yet again making a bridge over the canal. Jerry, by way, is blowing every bridge large and small, besides sowing hundreds of mines and traps. However, we walked up to the canal, after which we brought our vehicle up, it being fitted with wireless, and which we used to speak back to RHQ about seven or eight miles in the rear. Hadn't been there five minutes when down came the first Jerry shell, landed 20 to 30 yards away. We were by some PBI. The shelling made them swear as they said that we'd brought fire down on them by bringing our vehicle up. It was right to, anyway. He dropped them all around us, but nobody hurt. Mostly 88mm guns. Nasty crash. We move forward tomorrow night. So before going out this morning, I packed your Christmas parcel. Nice new stockings, etc. Hope they arrive okay and that the oranges will be okay. I picked them off the trees in the grounds and I packed them right away. We're advancing all along the line. There's a rumour floating around that we have made another landing between Rome and Naples, but nothing on the BBC about it. My cold has gone to my head. Feels like two heads. If I was at home, should be having a cup of hot milk in bed. The floor for me in my blanket. We've got blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's just... Yeah. It's just so much going on in that one little entry. Yeah. The force of home, the kind of the PBI, the fact that he always calls Jerry, Jerry. You know, it's it's kind of... it's, it's There's no hate there, is there? It's just... Jerry's in the same boat as us. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's like it's like a big match. It's like a big. It's it's a fight. It's a it's a boxing match. It's kind of, you know, it's it's not. And there's this sense that they're all in it, and there's also this this endless endless amount of bombing and blowing up all the way. So you know, I've often talked about the Italian campaign being this sort of typhoon of steel, and you you really get that sense of this. It's just this whirlwind, just tearing down everything you know and a bit later on they get to a town called saraniza which is just north of the volturno the whole place is smashed to pieces and there's dead italians and it says you know the the germans just left them there dead and so the germans shot them but it's probably actually caused by allied artillery wasn't it it's so amazing to read this knowing this was written on the day and there's an entry where he goes god you know it's all going a bit slow this right we might even be in rome by christmas it's like, mate, you know, you've got to keep going till June. Well, I mean, the next day, the 20th of October, on night duty, we were taking up positions over the river this afternoon. We came through Capua, which is just a mess of massive ruins. The REs have made a grand job of work at the Bailey Bridge there. Lost the side of a gun scammel through striking a ruin, but the driver got away okay, bit of luck. Even though the, when there's a day where nothing's happening, Something will go will go wrong. I mean, it's fa- I mean, actually, it's interesting looking at Milligan on the twenty first of October. He's he's still in Naples, uh, I think, recovering from something. So, so the, he has jaundice, doesn't he? Or yeah, that's right. Yeah, the diaries, the diaries. Yeah, exactly. The diaries don't. The diaries actually don't. Um, or they tell you that that you know there might be stuff going on at the front, but men are out of the line and blah blah blah. I mean, Milligan's entry for um, November the eleventh 
<laughs> Although well, the other thing that's interesting, sorry about the about, about the twentieth, is he goes receive first papers tonight, yes, dated yes, end of yes. July and August. And you remember we were looking at the other day again. God, I never realised that they were sending out papers. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yes, yeah, and there you ex- are, exactly. But I mean, I know it's I know Milligan's. It's a memoir. It's not a diary. But but his there are his diary says, entries in it, aren't there? Yeah, uh, uh, Thursday, November the eleventh, nineteen forty-three. Armistice Day. Ha ha ha. It's the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a different approach. <laughs> and but but he writes. Oh, what a lovely war. Not so lovely when we hear by the grapevine that our PBI is suffering 50% casualties. Thank God I'm not in the infantry. So ended Armistice Day. What a day to die. So the, the, quite clearly, you know, um, what's happening is, is everyone knows what, everyone knows how bad it is. I suppose, and of course, if you're in the artillery, you're doing shoots and you know, you know where people are and you know if positions are holding and all that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, these diaries are, these diaries are, um, are ab- absolutely they're, they're fantastic aren't they? total gold and, yeah. and the Christmas one is great yeah, so 24th yeah. of December he goes well you can read the 27th but I'll read the 24th yeah. he goes yeah. so this is Christmas Eve what a turnout <laughs> <laughs> I've been back to the other side of the Volturno this morning to take part in a march pass for the uh, Corps Commander about 180 from our regiment also about the same number from other artillery regiments quite a good show patrol work only in our part of the line Wonder what it'll be like tomorrow. It's stopped raining for a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> the 27th is just brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it all is. Milligan goes on that parade. Basically, it's two hours off. It's two hours off in the town. Now then, commenced BSM Griffin. There's two hours to see around the town. The lorries will be back here to pick us up. Looked at his wrist, forgotten he'd, he'd forgotten his watch. At 1500 hours, any Leightons will have to walk back. Right. Dear Smith. And so they go up, they go into the. I think you, I think you're right. I think it's got to be BSM Griffin. I think it might be, mightn't it? I really think it is. Anyway. Anyway. But yes. So, uh, the 27th December had quite a good Christmas. Officers brought round the gunfire on Christmas morning, doped with rum. I got the Xmas feeling by opening my Xmas parcel. Also, Airgraph Xmas cards, very pleased with my presence. Received all things that I was so sweet, isn't it? It's it's just gorgeous. Our guns had done a lot of shooting Christmas Eve, but a bit of a lull on at present, expecting a big show in a minute. Had a sing-song Christmas night. I'd done a turn on the new party, which we're having on the 31st of the month. Said my piece as per Frank Bellinus. Rang a small whist drive for the lads last night. Went down very well. Back to normal today. Has turned very cold. In fact, icy. Had to, had letter today say to say that both Fred and Dick are both home. Lucky boys. I I just sort of think. I, I think, think he that's might who be, it is. I think he might be Griffin. Yeah, I think it is. I think you're right. I think yeah. it's got to be. It's all. It's all just because Griffin's in charge, isn't he? Well, well. Our filed diary. Sergeant Major Griffin and sergeants wake us with tea and rum, and we're off. That must be who he is. My diary, late Revali, don't have to get up. BSM and sergeants bring us tea and rum in bed. Yeah. Uh, so that, so it's, yeah, because the officers have gone round and then they've gone round. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's amazing. And then, and then I've also been looking at this this diary from the. Um, so, so when the when the invasion happened, they they, yeah. they kept a diary. There weren't that many monks up at the Monte Cassino Abbey. Yeah. They kept a diary, and the guy who the guy who kicks it off is a chap called um, Dom Eusebio Grosetto. Yeah, and it's just so interesting. I was sort of I was thinking, oh, do I am I going to write about monks? You know, really? <laughs> you know, I was kind of sort of quite down on it, and then I I, I I read through the whole thing. It's just amazing because you you see this, you, you know, these Benedictine monks. The, 
the whole kind of thesis is about yeah. peace and love and, yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah, 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 and yeah. thinking about life and just being tranquilo and kind of, you know, not bothering anybody, you know, praising God and just doing their own thing. And and there is this mounting panic from from the father rabbit all the way down to you know, and it's very sort of egalitarian. He, you know, father rabbit is a guy in charge, but they're all kind of in it together, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they just don't know what to do. And the Germans turn up and they say, you know, I really think it'd be a good idea if you hand over all your art. And they're kind of thinking, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! There's this guy called Schlegel. He's also yeah. kept an account, Julius Schlegel, and. They're eventually persuaded to do so, but but do so with a huge amount of misgivings. Are they doing the right thing? But they're saying, you know, this is going to be the front line. I'm really sorry about it, but we're building a defensive line. It's coming straight through here. Yeah, you yeah. don't, you know, we want to look after this for you. They're then really disgusted at the way that the Germans make massive propaganda out of it. Really? By then going, look what we've done. You know, we're saving art for humanity and all this sort of stuff. I mean. F- Fool me once. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, I know, to, but they're to, all but they're all monks. They just they're, they're, they're not com- worldly wise. No, 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 they're totally they're naive. naive. They're totally naive, people, yeah. and they don't know what to do. And then they, they eventually they eventually by by sort of into November they they, they agree that there's going to be a three hundred meter exclusion zone around the monastery. Yeah, which yeah. the Germans then don't kind of really observe. So they're constantly having to complain about it and say, look, you know, you, you know, honestly, you know, I can see you digging caves under here, you know, and they sort of go, yeah, 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 okay, well, get off. You know, then, then sort of, you know, a new commander comes in and, and the, the father abbot berates him and, and he says, okay, let, leave it with me and so on. And then they start taking in kind of civilians who are sheltering from the town because they can see the Germans from sort of, you know, late October, November onwards blowing up part of Casino. So it's in blowing up all the rail tracks. So it's in blowing up buildings. Every day there's kind of new explosions going on. And they're just completely bewildered by this and sort of distraught and don't know what to do. Civilians are coming up looking for kind of, you know, shelter, sucker, all that kind of stuff. Then the Germans come along and say they can't be there. And so there's these heartbreaking scenes of people being sort of ripped away, the men being ripped away from their family for slave labor and stuff. It's, it's absolutely, it's so traumatic, I can't tell you. Then, then eventually, at the beginning of January, the Germans go, do you know what, that whole 300-meter thing? We're actually not, we're, we're not going to do that. God. So, you know, they are absolutely in the foundations of the, of the monastery. They might not be in the monastery. They've got an observation post. And they take away the cable car. And they kind of, you know, they start, and they're blowing stuff up all around the thing for fields of fire. And anyway, people are starting to get ill. And the awful thing about, about Dom Eusebio is... By the middle of January, he's starting to get really ill. Then by the end of January, he's really ill. He's got a temperature of 140. And at this point, Don Martino takes over and goes, I'm taking over the diary because Don Eusebio is really ill. Anyway, 13th of February, Don Eusebio dies. No. 33. God. What? It's two I mean, days before the destruction of the monastery. What so his body is still in the, is still in, you know, out cold on the, kind of on a slab. Oh, Jesus. When the bombers come over, they don't know what to do about it. God, what is I mean, it? Absolutely, is it cholera well, or something? They, you know, like no, so they think it's influenza. They're all getting flu up there, and and, and because of all the you know some of these little thirteen-year-old girls are dying, and a twelve-year-old boy dies, and then another woman dies, you know, and they're all, you know it's just all going like running, you know, it's like hot fire. But they think he's got typhoid, right? I think that's the problem. 
It's absolutely horrendous. It's absolutely horrendous. It's 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 so dramatic. I can't tell you. Uh, and then there's, there's his his you know there's his you know Dom Eusebio's Christmas entries, which are just you know they're really affecting. I mean, incredibly moving. And von Singer comes to comes to mass on Christmas Day. You know, God, no, on Christmas Eve. At two o'clock, the evening services began in the crypt, which was full of the faithful. We recited the divine office, singing the hymn, the readings for the free nighttime services and the Te Deum. Father Abbot celebrated a spoken mass, and many partook of the sacraments. At the very end of the service, General von Senger arrived with commander of the 14th Armoured Corps and a practicing Catholic. He wished to take part in our services and promised to return tomorrow morning, Saturday the 25th of December. Christmas at war. Father Abbot celebrated the conventional mass in the crypt, preceded by the hymns of the Turche. Then we sang some parts of the mass. General von Sanger returned. We had prepared a reserved place for him in the crypt, but he had to leave at the end of the homily as he had to attend a function at the general headquarters in Rocaseca. He took the sacrament, however, and we offered him refreshments. He talked to me about the Battle of the Garigliano. I took advantage of the situation to relate the contents of Father Abbot's letter to General Freeze to him. I expressed our confidence that the protection zone would be respected. <laughs> he did not reply. <laughs> God. Oh. And within six weeks, he's dead. God. Father Eusebio. And he's just I a mean, 33 year old monk, you know, monk I and mean, priest. You, it's, just, it's just awful. Like you said, I mean, you join, you do join this to escape the world, don't you? And it's, and its consequences and to contemplate sin and, um, you know the meaning of eternal life and all that. That that that's why you become a monk, isn't it? To to eschew the to eschew the the world of the flesh and its pitfalls and all that. And here you are caught in the middle. You know the the idea that the idea that oh, it's all right. The generals are practicing Catholic. Fine, great. We've got something in common. I mean, it's 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 pretty th- <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty thin gruel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's very thin <laughs> gruel. And, and and you know the whole point of having the monastery on the top of a mountain was so that it's safe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. but that was in yeah. kind of thirteen something, and yeah. you know, this is now nineteen forty three, and and it's just this this you you get in the diary, you get this terrific sense of the kind of sort of the building horror of this sort of growing threat to to everything that they know, you know that that, that they're they're rocking the foundations of absolutely everything, literally and metaphorically. It's 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 incredibly moving. Um, and the updates on Father Eusebio's health from Father Martino are really, you know, they're really moving. You know, it's just, it's you can't help but feel upset. I mean, it's just, yeah, 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 yeah. it's it's yeah. very, because it's in the moment, it, it, you know, it feels like it's now. That's the point, I think. And, and you're getting this, 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 this sort of real bewilderment of the monks and everything about what is happening to them and what to do and how should they respond? You know, the Germans come and say, we, we, we want some animals. You know, can we buy some animals off you? They say, well, you know, we kind of need them ourselves. You know, that's the whole point. Um, but so what do you do? Do you kind of sort of, well, we gave them 11 sheep, you know. <laughs> I hope that will see them well, off, but of course it right, won't. No, of course not. I mean, I mean this, there is this, I mean, it is, there's something heartbreaking about this naivety of it, isn't there, that the the, 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 I mean, if you're the Germans, you say, "Oh yeah, don't worry, there'll be an exclu- there'll be a, uh, an exclusion zone." Don't, yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah, that'll be you know. And then obviously, someone's gone. Well, we're going to have to dig defences there. Of course, we are. Mm. Don't worry, they're just monks, and they're sort of mugging them off, aren't they? I mean, it's it's, oh, it's 
It's horrible. And, and they're, they're doing a lot of stick and carrot because they, they say, yeah, what we really would like is we'd like a little bit of protection up here. So can you, you know, could, could we have a couple of guards? Yeah, no problem at all. So they send up three oh, guards right. who are their oh, kind okay. of guards for the guards, okay. you know. Okay. <laughs> God, I tell you what anyway. we're going to do. We're going to take a brief break and then we're going to come back with, we've got more diaries, haven't we, Jim? Okay, we'll see you in a tick. Welcome back to We Have Ways of Making You Talk, uh, our 12th day of Christmas. Um, and James is having an epiphany via the means of... Uh, a, a <laughs> diaries. See what I did there? A um, diary epiphany. Uh, yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, <laughs> the Zell- Georg Zellner diary. Which- Georg Zellner. I mean, flipping heck. So I wrote about him in Italy Sorrow. So he was absolutely top of my list of characters that I was going to, you know, I was going to bring back. But I'd never read the first part of his diary. So when I was out, out in Freiburg, that was the bit I got, was the bit that I didn't have. And it's just amazing. So he is a, he is a battalion commander. He is a major. He's a battalion commander. Um, got the third battalion in the 44th Hocken Deutschmeister division, which has been rebuilt after Stalingrad in Holland and Belgium. And then in, after the, they are, they are, uh, in Antwerp, based in Antwerp, when Mussolini is overthrown on the 26th of July, 1943, middle of a Sicilian campaign, and they are immediately sent to take the Brenner Pass. <laughs> And secure it, so they do, and that's where they are. Uh, when when the Allies invade in, in September, they're up there still doing all that kind of stuff, and they, and they and they are involved in um taking down the Italian army, rounding them all up, and all the rest of it. And they have quite a lot of fighting with the Alpini division, for example, uh, one of the Alpini divisions, and. They then go into the Balkans and they're on anti-partisan operations. It's all pretty brutal stuff. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, they're sent down to the Southern Front in, you know, whatever it is, October, November sometime. And almost immediately they're flung straight into the front line and they are just north of Casino. So the Gustav line runs across, you know, the, the the winter line is the bit that goes through the is south of Casino, goes through the, you know, this is the Mignano cap. Um, this is San Pietro that we've talked about. It's Monte Samucro, Monte Camino that we were just talking about with with um, BSM Griffin's diary, um, if it is indeed him, and uh, and so on. But it then just north of Casino, it cuts across the the, the, um, the upper Rapido Valley and and. and then becomes the Gustav line again, all the way across to, you know, the yeah. Adriatic coast. Yeah. And so where he's thrown in is just to the north bit, which is where at the time the 34th Red Bulls are attacking at the beginning of December 1943. Yeah. And later on, they're pulled out and they go directly into the casino position, um, attached temporarily to the 29th Panzer Grenadier Division. Um, and they're then coming up against the um, against the French. This is when the the FEC first come in on, yeah. on mainland Italy. Yeah, and and it is absolutely brutal. I mean, if you think it's brutal for the for the Allied PBI, it is really brutal for the the German PBI. And what you get a sense from him is this: you know, he's a, he's a, he's a good Catholic. He's a family man. He's got his lovely little moppets in Regensburg and his wife and his mum, and he worries about them all the time. And he is desperately trying to work out what 
how to make sense of this total well, insanity that she finds himself. This journey, the journey to Rome entry on the 24th of November. At three o'clock, we continue our journey. It was raining at eight o'clock. I wake up and we're in a wonderful area, tawny, sunshine and beautiful people cheer us up. How beautiful it must be here in peace. Even though the people are poor and the outward splendor is deceptive, one feels good in these surroundings. How warm must this all-destroying war be? Will anything change afterwards? Will the kingdom of heaven come to everyone? No, it will remain as it always has been, and only work and skill will create prosperity, no matter what nation the individual belongs to. In this way, people beat each other to death over ideas that survive on the basis of the act of beating each other to death. And after the war, no one will know why they waged war. All the misfortune will accuse the present generation. The widows and orphans will curse those responsible. But life will go on. The next generation will have forgotten everything. New buts will arise. Poets will sing of the heroic deeds of the present war. Another myth will emerge. God, just... And he's spot on, isn't he? Well, but, but that's also... People beat each other to death over ideas that survive on the basis of the act to beat each other to death. That's, you know, that's a Nazi... Nazi uh, touchstone, isn't it? You know, the, the, it is. The, the toughest survive, and you smash the other side to death with your for your ideas. But, it, but it's a bit more subtle than, than the know, Nazi line. But I think it's filtering through the it's filtering through that mindset, well, isn't it? Uh, well, is war the crown of our culture? Is is the it goes well, on to ask that? Yes, but because that is what he's been told it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so go back to the 9th of September, the day of the yeah. the, the Salerno invasion. You know. Um, we were joyful um, allies of the Italians. Um, Bodolio let it be known that the war was over for Italy and that resistance would be offered against Germany if the people did not agree. But Germany must live, so we will carry out the internment with good confidence in our luck in the battle and with confidence in my battalion, i.e. the sort of rounding up of the Italian troops. We are all convinced of the necessity. This brings me back to the immediate battle. It's a tragedy. My people are in good spirits despite everything, and I hope that no great casualties are a result. So I go back to my compound post. Of course, my thoughts are also with my loved ones, my wife and my children, but they will understand if a sacrifice has to be made that it was only for them and for Germany, and it is worth it. But he's changed his tune by December. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's safe to say. Yeah. Uh, And this is just, it is just, it just gets worse and worse and worse it 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 is it is just extraordinary how how bad it gets for him um you know he he's furious because his 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 battalion has been used in companies in penny packets yeah and and, and you know he knows this is not the way to use it and that they you know they're getting 50% um casualties and 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 they're in a kind of, you know, he's taking the pick and shovel himself. They're building this little bunker. They're on this mountain. It's freezing cold. It's raining. The amount of allied shells that, that are coming down is just absolutely relentless. Um, on the 12th of the 12th, Daisy's birthday, Rachel's yes, birthday. Yeah, yeah. He goes, the day like before, no joy, only suffering. It is almost boring to write about it. 14th of the 12th like yesterday it's sickening is there any point to this anymore curses and curses again 15th it goes rations arrive with mules wounded are still being cared for and then we doze and sleep as best we can with a curse on the war i fall asleep 
goes and then the following day is 16th so the gebergsjäger um battalion which is 100th gebergsjäger battalion 11th company wiped out remainder one officer nine men bloody hell okay and this is this is this is the 16th of december so this is at a time when they're not even you know this isn't even the first battle of casino yes just this the, is this yes. is just a, like this, this is, is like an just, outlier this is the day to day yeah this is a day to day it goes, oh. goes, regiment sends in all kinds of reserves, Cossacks, bicycle squadron, engineer platoon. We managed to seal off the area, but it's a crisis. And then on the 17th of the 12th, damn the situation. You know, it's just, it's just, it's unbelievable. And then it just, and again, it gets worse. It's just, it's just, it eventually gets to Val- Valla Rotonda where a horrible massacre happens in, January or February or whatever. And then he goes, 24th. So this is Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are so bleak. These entries. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Our terrain is completely hostile. No one can get out of the holes by day. Movement is only possible at night. So we live like rats. Fires cannot be made either as the smoke would give us away. So we spend the day brooding silently. In the evening, the food carriers bring Christmas mail and Christmas presents. We also have a Christmas tree. But we can't move because the enemy is shooting like crazy around the hole today. Um, there is no mood at all as everyone listens intently to the howling of the shells. At 24 o'clock, the mail arrives. We drink red wine. By Hindenburg light, we sing the Christmas carol. Then we lie down. The first Christmas in the field is over. A thousand thoughts of home move me. And then it's Christmas Day. I know. <laughs> thing is, yeah, it, it just gets worse. You know, the mutual shooting intensifies around noon and the day has nothing Christmassy about it at all. We curse <laughs> about the war, but it is all of no use. It goes on in the old madness of the people. In the evening, we fry out of boredom for, and for distraction, right to my wife and the in-laws. Sometimes we're in such an irritable mood that everyone wants to run into everybody else. I don't get any mail today either. Even the wine doesn't help overcome the bad mood. And from the corner, Feldvelbel Krauser sounds a curse every time he hits the ground. We only laugh at the male. I mean, it's just... Yeah. He's in bad health, flatulence, heart and lung problems. Yeah, yeah. Dead are immediately taken away on mules. Then he finally gets taken out to... I mean, the last day of the year is just is just unbelievable. Um, I don't know if you want to read this one, but it's so just... It's- um, half past midnight. The last day of the year has dawned. But, uh, you know, the, now the American shoots a little less. So, you know, things are, things seem to be um, uh, calm, calming down. It calms down a bit. Only we're all aware that a direct hit is the end of this world. The impacts are right in front of us. The last one is two meters away. Sometimes you go completely deaf. One becomes comical, singing and cursing change. Today, I treated everything that came under my fingers badly. I insulted them for behaving wrongly. But when I think about it, it doesn't matter what you do. Uh, He's, I mean, he's absolutely despondent, isn't he? Yeah. And and what's interesting is, is, is BSM Griffin, our our other diary on 56, constantly talking about planes, constantly talking about air power. You know, Jerry plane came over today. We all had a bit of fun with him shooting with our friends. Um, you know, he crashed or he didn't, he got away this time or whatever. Or, you know, Jerry's over Naples and looked out from our hill. We could see, you know, amazing ACAC flying up and all this sort of stuff. This one, I mean, he also talks about, um, Zelna also talks about it and he goes, we haven't seen one of our planes yet and we're deployed in the focal point of casino. 
Enemy planes are a dime a dozen, and I don't think ours can do anything. My, we're now down to two guns in our section. My squadron has only 50% combat strength. All right, all right. But now I lie down and take off my boots because a grenade doesn't care if it hits me with or without boots. A grenade is a is that should be shell, of course. What's called? Um, yes, not too war- much left. Yes, yes. You go and read of it. Well, yes, the war really is beautiful. Yeah. If only all the poets could be punched in the mouth, it would be de- a delight to die, suffer, endure, and perish. I, you know, the year ends as it was, sad, serious, no mail from home, all connections. He, I mean, he, 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 I mean, it's fascinating. He's absolutely despondent in this. Um, cats and it's the last bit, though, the isn't corpses. it? And, and then yeah. just when you think it can't get any worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three soldiers raped a 15-year-old girl in Chivaro. Man becomes an animal. The girl stood stark naked as we snatched the prey from the three. And wild desperation was in the young thing's eyes. The three were scratched and bitten, but that only increased the three's frenzy. Now they will probably be shot. What is a human life after all? That's a last entry. It's so horrendous. It's so awful. But this is really good, Jim, because because uh, we've we you know we've we've been talking for several months now about you're not part of the crusade for the second front that, that, that comes with D-Day the following year. You're not part of any of that. You're not part of the chivalrous, supposedly chivalrous desert war, you know, the Gerbera stakes or whatever. You're not part of that anymore. You're so, it's somewhere else altogether, isn't it? And you can see, you can see why lots of people are saying it's like, for, like, it's like the first world war. It's reminding them of the first world war. I think it's actually worse than the first world war because I think they're in the line longer. Yeah. And 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 well, your chance popul- of getting out are just as bad, you know. Well, if and, not worse. and the civilian populations are caught up in it because the line isn't actually static, so they're you know it, it moves on and destroys a new place. Well, you know, and, and you get you get get our diary from the fifty sixth heavy. You know, went through Capio, it's total mess, utterly destroyed. Yeah. You know, arrive yeah. in Saranese, you know, whole place is completely wrecked, dead yeah. Italians everywhere. You know, yeah. had to do a detour because the village was blocked with rubble. Yeah. And and it does seem to be a complete mixture between German demolitions and, and Allied artillery, but, but but you know, put that together, that's quite a potent mix of destruction. And and it's just it's just unbelievable. And you know, going through all those towns, I mean Capu is quite well 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 healed these days. It's kind of mm. rebuilt quite nicely. But but yeah. but most of these towns are absolute shitholes. You know, because they've all been rebuilt in the fifties and sixties and they just look awful. I mean you know, it's just, and then the final diary we've got is well, okay. So Bud Wagner's quite interesting. I picked this one out because it's a, it's, it is quite a sort of full diary. And at this time, you see, he's an artillery agent, battalion yeah. agent. So what yeah. he does is he beetles around, liaising between the batteries. So he's actually doing a pretty similar job to BSM Griffin, if it indeed is. Yeah, him. yeah. Um, um, but but he's he's a bit lowly down. The, he's lower down the scale. But his job is to beetle around in his jeep or his peep, as he calls it, um, and and he does find himself in the firing line quite a lot because he's because he's got to travel and there's lots of mines and you know he's only got to go across a line which is exposed to enemy shelling and mortars and all the rest of it. So he has some quite hairy escapes. But the difference between him and and Zellner is that he's been in exactly that same battle that Zellner's been fighting up in the mountains because he's thirty fourth Red Bulls and. He's now out of the line. And when he's out of the line, he has a really nice time. He gets lots of chow. He goes to cinemas. and I mean, it's mainly about food, this diary, isn't it? You know, um, up at 6.30, chow at 7, 7.30. You know, 
Rose's Rose's here cooking. Um, he yep, let me got use a his shave, watch. Took a shower. Twenty third. Yeah, got a shave this morning. Took a shower. Spent the rest of the forenoon uh, 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 looking over this part of town, close to the rest of you know. It, it's. I mean, he seems quite well behaved, or he's not telling us everything he's getting up to. But he's I just mean, a straight down. He's just a straight down the line father and son. Yeah, Christmas Day, good supper, turkey. Went to the show, Rhythm of the Islands. It's it, it sort of um, it, he's having he's having sort of clean cut straightforward time isn't it it's fascinating well he's having some release that's the thing he's yeah, having yeah. some very very hairy times there's absolutely no question about yeah. it he had some has some awful experiences but but in between he's given you know they are given sort of pepsis and you know decent chow and uh, and yeah. all this kind of stuff it, it's it's you know got my got his photograph folded blankets went to church you know that's because he is out of the line and and it is a better experience for him than perhaps the British. And the British is substantially better experience than it is for the Germans. If, if you looked at an infantryman's diary, he might he might be less less well reliably fed. But the thing you get the thing you do get from the Milligan diaries is that they they don't they don't ever go hungry really. They have some days where the food's rotten and they don't like the food, but there's there's never this there's never this thing of um you know, we live like rats, we dare not like fires. There's not there's, there seems to be very little of that. Um, I mean, it, it, it is interesting though, Jim, because you're really, you're, you're pushing into this, um, this Italian war as, as, uh, you know, it's, it's a war without cause, isn't it? As, uh, yeah, it is. And, like and, one, and it really, it? and it really feels like it. And, it, and it's, it's so, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to work out how to sort of, you know, I've obviously, I've started writing and everything, but I'm, I'm trying to work out how to do it in a way that, that, that it all kind of, some sense is made of it. And then I suddenly thought, well, don't try because there is no sense to this. You just need to have these different stories and just see them all converge. And sometimes they cross over and sometimes they don't. Uh, and, and you can see there's a guy who's, who's sort of, you know, number two in a wing. Um, that's suddenly been told that what they've got to do is they've actually got to land in Salerno because they can't just keep coming, doing these kind of, you know, huge three hour trips from Sicily. You know, they need to, you know, huge, huge mileage with their drop tanks. They need to give, continual cover it's this crisis moment so they've 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 prepared this landing strip literally off just off the beach and they're just going to have to go in and do it and one guy comes in and he gets fired at by all the allies so he then turns around says you know there's any chance you could shut that down please for a minute i've got to try and come in and land and they go yeah yeah yeah, no problem at all we'll stop everyone comes in everyone shoots at him again he crashes and dies (laughs) seriously so he's dead you know he's like a wing commander so or squadron leader he's squadron leader 93 squadron a cap called ken mcdonald and and then and then Sheep Gilroy, who's the wing commander, and his deputy Cocky Dundas, then have to come in after him. Yeah, and they do. And while they're firing, there's this huge barrage going on, and basically the twenty five pounders are basically firing over them while they're coming into land. Oh my god! So Cocky Dundas goes, "This yeah. is ridiculous. We can't go on with this." So he then gets a manages to get a jeep, having just touched down in Salerno, comes down to goes down to see the the local. Um, Royal Artillery, you know, 25-pounder regiment, I goes, look, I'm sorry, can you just stop firing when we're coming in? And the guy just goes, that's absolutely ridiculous. You can't possibly be serious and think, think that a 25-pounder is going to shoot down a Spitfire. That's just never going to happen. No, we've been told <laughs> to keep firing. That's what we're going to do. So they just go, okay, and crack on. God. But then there's another guy who's been in 111 Squadron, and he then yeah. 93 Squadron is so cut up and so lost in, uh, has lost so many people, and morale is so bad that they have to have a change of CO because McDonald's been killed, 
and a, and a, and a ch- change of people and, and some experienced guys come in. So my Canadian guy, Hap Kennedy, then comes in as a flight commander and 93 squadron. So there's these kind of constant links and, and little yeah. stories all, all fit together. But I think trying to make too much sense of it is probably it's just not the way to go. I think I've just got to have my characters and just follow them and just see what happens. And then this crossing of lives with civilians. I mean, it's just, but it's interesting. Look at, if you look at Bud Wagner's, um, Last entry for the December 31st, which I, I didn't send you, but I've, I've, I've got it here. Yeah, go it goes, went to the DAO again. Cold and windy most of the day. Jack, Joe, Reb, Barney, and I had a party with the canned chicken grandma sent. We made sandwiches with it and had coffee. The 151 moved up tonight. McGee got lost, raining a lot, miserable. One year ago today, we were on HMS Empress of Australia. Landed in Africa on the 3rd of January. Got into action February the 15th. Left the kitchen in April. Got the battalion agent job then, travelled back to Iran, then to Bizerta, and made the Italian invasion with the 36th Division, September the 9th. In action almost continually since then, our 101st Battalion has had 27 killed and 200 casualties to this date. God. That's his last entry of the war. I mean, entry of the year. The year. Yeah. Well... Well, I, um, that's his. That's his field battalion. That's his artillery yeah. battalion, not his infantry yeah. battalion. Yeah, 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 yeah. So even that's that's a lot. Yeah. No, that's 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 hard going, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry, I said he's thirty fourth. He's thirty sixth division, Texas I mean, division. So it's, it's just amazing. This is really. I mean, this is this is. I think. I think you. You know, in a way, because you're because you're not finishing the in the book. You're, the war isn't going to end. So. It, it, that sense of it being war without end, you know, Spike Milligan's father said to him, it'll only go on for forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's still going on to this day yeah, as we well, continue yeah. to chat yeah. the well, card. Well, oh, war, so war, war. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, we hope you've enjoyed this, uh, diaries edition. Um, uh, Christmas stories edition. Christmas stories edition. They're fantastic, rabbit holes. fantastic to read, though, aren't they? It's, it's something very exciting about the, the about that yeah. that immediacy of it. This is and this who, is not kind of told with retrospect. This is yeah. in the moment. And I've even yeah. when there's been memoirs, I've tried to get memoirs where they're absolutely based on yeah. diaries, diaries, or they're written very close after the event. Yeah, I mean, we'll you know, it'd be interesting to find out who who. Uh, this Sergeant Major Ward. Well, I think you're right. BSM Griffin. I think that's the one. Could be. Could be. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this last of our 12 days of Christmas. Um, uh, A peaceful and prosperous 2023 to all of you from everyone here at We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again very soon. Bye-bye. Cheerio. Cheerio.